0: From TV This is Rorschach's ocean update from the 24th of October 2023, a summary of what's going down in the 70% surface of the earth covered in salt water. The World Wildlife Fund European Policy Office sees at risk. Client Earth, among other organizations, recently published a joint manifesto for the 2024 European elections. Despite the European Union working on the quote European Green Deal end of quote, to make its economy more environmentally friendly, these organizations argue that the deal doesn't consider the ocean and its needs. The manifesto calls for three specific actions to protect the oceans. Firstly, adopting an, quote, EU-ocean deal, end of quote, so that all EU member states acknowledge the protection, preservation, and management of the ocean. Secondly, creating an EU Ocean Fund to make sure the money is used to achieve policy objectives. Lastly, establishing an Ocean Committee in the European Parliament that will oversee the EU Ocean Deal and the EU Ocean Fund. On Thursday the 19th, the global ocean exploration Nonprofit profit OceanX signed an agreement with the Intergovernmental Oceanographic Commission of UNESCO to support the implementation of the Ocean Decade, also called the United Nations Decade, Ocean Science for Sustainable Development, held from 2021 to 2030. Ocean X will participate with a Blue Zone Pavilion in the 2023 UN Climate Conference to celebrate the cooperation. The agreement includes collaboration for several projects like crafting international communication, making Ocean X expedition data accessible to the public, and sponsoring initiatives with scientific partners, talking about projects. A Japanese consortium called Class NK, working on a project sponsored by the government for next generation zero emission shipping, reports that they got the design approval for the proposed layout of hydrogen fueled vessels. The design consists of a multi purpose cargo ship with a fuel tank and hydrogen powered propulsion system. It will take three years to build a vessel. Class NK announced the project in May 2023 and successfully tested hydrogen fuel injection for a low-speed two-stroke engine. Demonstration travels for the vessel will take place in 2027. Steel on vessels. Birch Bulk, a firm based in Singapore, has launched the most powerful sailing cargo ship. The vessel, called Birch Olympus, is a bulk carrier retrofitted with four mega steel sails that cut fuel costs and reduce carbon emissions. Birch Olympus weighs 210,000 tons and will save six tons of fuel daily thanks to its four wind wings installed, which utilize wind power. Each of the four wind wings is 20 meters, or 66 feet wide, and 38 meters, or 125 feet tall. Bird Olympus will sail between Brazil and China, a route famous for its favorable wind conditions. Moving on to the Black Sea, Ukraine reported that more than 50 vessels have passed through the Black Sea's corridor. The ship's identity and time of passage were not disclosed for safety reasons, as the Russian naval force keeps making threats. Still, the three main seaports in Ukraine are all accepting ships. On Tuesday the 17th, three other bulkers departed from the Odessa region. Following the safe route that goes from Ukraine, passing through Romania, moving along the western shoreline of the Black Sea, with Turkey as a final destination. All vessels cruising the area are not announcing Ukrainian ports as points of departure or destination. The maritime traffic continues to flow despite the delicate situation between Russia and Ukraine, ensuring grain exports from the latter. From Ukraine to Japan. The International Atomic Energy Agency, or IAEA, is currently on a mission to test the conditions of sea and marine life around Fukushima's nuclear plant for radioactive content. The mission aims to test seawater, seabed sediment, and seafood near the power plant. The mission started on Monday the 16th, the same day Russia joined China in suspending the import of Japanese seafood and will last until Monday the 23rd. Experts from Health Canada the Korea Institute of Nuclear Safety and the Third Institute of Oceanography of China's Ministry of Natural Resources are collaborating to understand if there are differences between their results and the labs. It's the first time a Chinese lab has joined IAEA monitoring missions in Japan since they started in 2014. Did you find this story interesting and want to know more? Head over to the Rorschach Multilateral Update, link in the show notes. And from Japan to Denmark, on Friday, the 13th, a cargo ship caught fire and continued burning throughout the weekend. It took 30 hours for the firefighters to extinguish the fire. The small coastal cargo ship didn't report any damage or casualty. The firefighters prevented the vessel from capsizing and the fire from spreading to a nearby warehouse. The large amount of smoke from the fire was concerning, but it moved over uninhabited areas due to the wind and the fire department's efforts. The vessel and Rousing arrived in Copenhagen overnight on Friday from Odense, Denmark. And Rousing was handling scrap metal, and it's still unclear if the fire started because of the metal itself or in some other part of the ship. In other news, scientists from England's University of Plymouth conducted a new study in the Indian Ocean, saying that corals now reside in deeper waters because of global warming. They have to go deeper to find colder waters. They are bleaching because of irregular oscillation of ocean surface temperatures, where different areas of the Indian Ocean become first warmer and then colder alternatively. The oscillation caused the damage of 80% of coral reefs in depth of the seabed that scientists previously thought were resilient to warming. Moving on, the Sufrir Marine Management Association, or SMMA, started an awareness campaign in Castries, the capital of St. Lucia, to educate the general public on preserving the island's marine life. The association has worked for the sustainable use and maintenance of the sioux Coast since 1995. Harold Dalson, chairman of the SMMA, said that the area is currently congested with diverse sea users, especially after the pandemic. Boat charters, dive shops, water taxis, yachters, fishermen, property owners and swimmers all share the same coast. The association is promoting cooperation between all sea users so that everyone will benefit from the coast. From St. Lucia to Alaska, billions of crabs went missing in the area. Scientists believe that the warmer ocean temperatures have made crabs disappear from Alaska since their food lives in cold water, causing them to starve to death. On Thursday, the 19th, Scientists from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration published a new study that found a significant connection between the heatwave in the eastern Bering Sea and the disappearance of the crabs, which has been consistent since 2021. A few days before the study was published, the Alaska Department of Fish and Game canceled the snow crop harvest season in the Bering Sea for the second year in a row. Did you find this very interesting? Head over to the Rorschach Arctic Update to know more link in the show notes. In other news, Rockpool Project, a Cornwall and Devon social enterprise encouraging marine conservation, is organizing an event of Marine Life Safari in October. The event, called, quote, the Changing Tides BioBlitz, and of quote, is held in Dillingvays Beach in Falmouth and consists of participants finding and identifying as many species as fast as possible. The Rockpool Project set a challenging goal for the attendees, finding over 300 marine species in only six hours. The free event includes talks from leading marine experts, a climate change film screening, trade stalls, and food vendors at the Princess Pavilion on Melville Road. Closing with the Vietnamese coastal province of Quảng Ninh, which recently opened areas for water sports and aimed to promote tourist activities in Halong Bay. During the summer season, the proposed activities will include kayaking, rowing, speedboat riding, parasailing, and paragliding. The goal is to facilitate businesses' investments in developing tourism services. And that's it for this week. So, you've noticed we are ad-free. This is because we dislike ads and respect your time. But that also means we only get money if someone makes a donation or buys a shirt. What shirts, you ask? Well, we have made 100% unbleached organic cotton shirts that are the most environmentally gentle and cool new t-shirts you can buy. If you want to check them out and help us, go to rorschach.com and click on support or head over to the link in the show notes. You can buy them from anywhere in the world. Let us know if you get one at podcast at rorschach.com. See you next week!